You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. This is Andrew Saber. You're listening to your number one pod, pod, pod. From around the globe. From around the globe. The Anthony and Maddie. Anthony and Maddie podcast. Yeah, I smoke weed every day. Can you hit pause? Was there a lady who talked in the beginning? Yeah. What did she say? <laughs> this is a know. terrible intro now. Can <laughs> we right. start? No, keep this song, but I just want to hear what she says, because if she says something like a racist thing, then, then I'm endorsing this French woman. Right. Which way? Okay, hit. I think she said Foco de Chow. Foco know. de Chow. I don't know what she said. Do you guys know? Hard to say. All right, well, we're going to start the, uh, we're going to start it over. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay, hit stop. Is that it sounds like she says I'm for Trump. <laughs> oh wow. Is that what she's saying? I'm for I Trump. It sounds she's like I'm from Trump. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna listen to it one more time. If I hear something negative, we'll, we'll alright, so let's okay. start it over. And then if it's good, I'll use this in my intro. But remember I'm pretending to play piano, so it doesn't Got it. she shouldn't even be there anymore. Okay. Hit it, hit it. I think she said I'm ordering a chai. Is that I, all right? I yeah. I mean, people it's love pretty coffee. Controversial. Yeah, I'm ordering a chai. <laughs> all right, I'm good. With, all right, I'm. I don't want to keep starting over, but I. I just. I like it, but I'm not in love with it. All right, let's find something. No, else. no, no. Let's do this one because I'm because uh, we've already went with it. And, all right, let's just play it. If she's being racist, uh, I have no endorsement with her. And if she wants a chai, why would she put that in a song? It doesn't make any sense to me. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Can you hit pause for a second? Because Greg was laughing. Greg laughed. All right, I want it like a kind of a clean. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Maddie and Anthony podcast. I am tickling on the ivories, and I am so happy to be here. We are live, and when I say live, I mean pre-recorded here at the beautiful Laugh Factory in sunny Scottsdale, Iowa. I am Anthony. To my right is Maddie. On the show, we have Shira Laser, which is... uh, Great name. We've got a lot of fun for you, so let's turn this stupid song off and keep going. All right, thank you so much. So good with the piano. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pianist. Um, Maddie's here. Yeah, Um, I'm here. Maddie, true. Look who's to my left. We brought Chase Bernstein in here today. Chase, how are you? Chase, so good. Um, Greg and Chase had a situation. We talked about it last week. If you haven't been listening. Chase was sitting in the back of a a prestigious comedy club, and uh, she had already performed. Mm -hmm. Greg was nowhere to be found, nowhere in sight. He comes into the prestigious club, walks up to Chase and says, Hey, Chase, did you go on already? She says, Yeah. And then he says, Good job. Great job. Great Great job. job. Or did he say great set? Great set, yeah. He yeah. said, "Great set." Great Either way, set. he complimented her. No, I think he did say great job. He did do great yeah. job. 
He complimented her without actually seeing her set. It was a full-blown Greg Buckman newsman lie. And now Chase is here. She's sitting in with us, maybe forever, to Uh, show Greg. Just till 2.30. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) 2.30. You know what a dentist's favorite time is? What? 2.30. Wow, that was a good one. Greg. Wait, but Greg, where were you during the whole show? Right, you're supposed to be there watching. I, no, I'm, I'm just wondering because I went, I think I went fourth or something, but you yeah. weren't there for, I saw you at the Third beginning of the fourth. show before it started, and then you exited, and then I did not see you again until about the fifth comic, so I'm, I'm just wondering I think what you were doing. It was like the last comic that he came back in. Yeah. Because I was like, where is Greg? Right. Why isn't he watching the show? I'm, 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 yeah, it wasn't like a place where there's like, I'm, yeah, where were you? What were you doing, Greg? Well, well, Maddie, you told me to watch the door. and um, But not the whole show. Oh, just the beginning okay. of the show. <laughs> wow, well, you I w- really committed to that. <laughs> so you got- Okay, so you were, you were watching the door. That's yes. your answer. Okay. Cause, okay, yeah. Until the end of the show? <laughs> well, yes. I was trying to get people in there to buy tickets. It, there, it was an empty Wait, hallway. Was it I'll a free you. show? Uh, no, it is not a free oh, show, oh, I guess. Oh, damn, damn. Well, $5. Well, okay. Did you run into anyone that you're trying to... Did you convince anyone to come into the show? Did you... Was there anyone out there? Um, well, well, I got uh, a homeless guy, but he didn't have the $5. Right. Good oh joke, Greg. God. That's a lie. That's it's not just a like joke. what you did with Chase. No, no. Chase has I heard them the all. Truth from that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, no one, no new audience came during the show. It was just whoever was in there from the start. This prestigious comedy right? club is located, you have to walk upstairs. It's a very mm-hmm. small, prestigious room. And uh, Greg was waiting in a hallway, an empty hallway, for an entire show, including Chase's set. Um, but he did say, really good job. Why, <laughs> Greg? Job. Great job. Why did you do that? Well, well, I, I've known Chase for a while, and I, 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 she's always done a great, great job. I was listening at the door. I had my ear on the door. If Wait, you did, you said you're in the hallway. Right. It's a long hallway. <laughs> I saw you at the end of the hallway. So oh how are God. you listening in? But, and I know we've already gone through this, and Greg... Obviously, I, I don't care at all about this, but you asked me if I had already gone on. So you would have already known. <laughs> so, sort of yeah, contradicts your story. Exactly. So I mean, what, what, what do you have to say for that? Right. What ball of lies, web of well, lies. I, I'm not lying. I, 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 I'm not lying. Greg, I, just admit it, honestly. Well, I saw Pinocchio five times. I don't lie. I, I heard, Greg, <laughs> jokes well, okay, aside. I heard she did amazing. From who? The, the homeless guy that didn't get in? Well, the guy that used the bathroom. What guy who used the bathroom? The guy I shared the thing next to. Just admit you're lying. A ghost? Well, no, a real guy was in the bathroom. I was a real there. guy? Yes, and he said to me, he goes, wow, uh... Wow. Should I tell the truth? Yeah, yeah. maybe you should tell the truth. He just opened that. He like saw you in the bathroom. He's like, wow, that that last girl on stage. I don't know if you saw her. I don't think you did because you're in the bathroom. But she was incredible. Well, that would yes. be so wild. Yeah, because and it's also weird. She's like coming out of the bathroom. It's like yeah. He kept thinking about. It. He <laughs> went to the bathroom. And he's like, "You should have saw that girl." Like, God. And and, yeah. and how is he to oh assume that God. you weren't because the door's not big, Greg? You could have had the door open, Greg. <laughs> 
well, no, you guys, you guys had me close the door, and I was supposed to bring people in, and I was trying so hard. I don't think Maddie was laying down the law that hard, were you, Maddie? <laughs> no, I was not. Yeah, I have a feeling he wasn't. Yeah, but I'm committed. I, I mean, that that shows a strong work work ethic on mm-hmm. his part. It's like Maddie could have been like, oh yeah, if you get watch the door, I get some people, and he really mm-hmm. ran with that. So, I mean, sure, that's committed. admirable. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. running with great. that is, is, the, uh, is the word, or is the <laughs> statement I'm going with here. Greg, how are we to trust that you were even out there looking at the door? Were you not looking at your Instagram? Yeah. Maybe you were selfing? I know that selfing. there's... I don't selfing. know. Greg, you, yeah. you're, not, you're not telling us the truth. Well, I Something have happened. Witnesses who? Something Nobody? happened. Well, I have witnesses. The bathroom guy, and then there was a girl that came to the door, but she didn't have any money. What who did was the, the girl? guy look like? Um, wow, what is her name? I'd have to look her up on Instagram, but she came to the show. So you do it. <laughs> Jennifer you Bird. Have, you She's do admit. my witness. I was at the door. She didn't have any money on her. She like even pulled out her pockets, emptied her purse. You she didn't have any money. You sent her away. <laughs> wow, no, I talked to her for a while, and I said, would you like to borrow some money? You wouldn't and, let her in? Well, you said it was $5. Let the girl in, Greg. <laughs> You're well, taking this too oh serious. I the show's like pretty $5. much over. He's like, I'm so sorry. It <laughs> was the end of the show. Up there. <laughs> Literally opening <laughs> credits. Or closing credits. Oh, my God. Well, That's you guys so said funny. $5. So, I mean, I couldn't even budge for friends. Okay. And how, I didn't know what to do. How do you feel about He's all like, this, Do you have a better? Do you feel better? It was a really Really traumatic thing for you. Kind of yeah, traumatic. it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when I called in last week, I was a little bit still processing. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Seeing Greg in person now, I kind of feel his sincerity, you know. Um, his it's a pretty wild story. Like, the, the yeah, the lies he's um, woven. Um, <laughs> the guy in the bathroom, but then there was a girl in the bathroom. <laughs> it was a homeless guy, but then it was a girl he knew. I mean, it's hard to know what's true. But at the end of the day, I forgive you. Oh, oh my God. thanks so, so much. Wow, that I don't even so know if it was a me. forgiving situation. Do you know what? Know was- Can I just say something? This is something that I'm not forgiving you. Because oh, you on. didn't even apologize, and you didn't admit that you did it. You know why, Greg? Because you're a stone-cold liar. Wow. Well, I am not a stone cold liar. I'm the most honest guy. You are. Then what happened? Did you see her set, Mister uh, Most Honest Guy? Well, well, when I walked in, I heard the clapping, and then um, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I don't hear Chase clapping, so she must be on stage. Yeah, That's the logic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so you still cool. claim to be the most honest guy in that we all know. You still won't admit. That you didn't hear Chase. Well, I, I forgive you. Wow, thanks uh, so Greg. much, Maddie. Yeah. But why are we forgiving him? He's not even owning up to anything. We're just forgiving <laughs> know, him for saying nothing. I just got feel bad for him. He's yeah. just, damn, he was just trying He's to get people on the I feel show. bad for you. Yeah. Chase works hard on her set. She works hard on her career. She's doing. She's a writer. She's she's true TV writer. She writes for all of True TV. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. She she the specifically writes on uh, talk show, game show. But uh, we have been talking about how Chase just works at. Writes for True TV. So she's a hard worker. She doesn't yeah. need to be lied to by this no. by this villain. I think we should table this and move on, Anthony. All right, all right, all right. Wow, think- wait, True TV. Well, guys, I've got a real uh, treat. He's been very quiet this entire time. Uh, 
My cousin Erling is here, uh, and he is <laughs> just getting back from the gathering of the Jugglos. He uh, he came back to tell us what's going on. Last uh, last time you yelled at me for talking, so I thought I wasn't supposed to talk. No, you can talk, Erling. Uh, the reason we had brought you back is because you went to the gathering of the Jugglos. You are a bona fide Juggalo, so we want to hear what happened. Yeah, it was cool as hell. I took the Greyhound out there, and it's all the way in Indiana. It just took like four days. And then I got to see every little town on the way, and I just enjoyed every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the only thing with the Greyhound, I was sitting next to this dude. You were he, sitting or yeah. sitting? I was sitting next to him. Okay, that's good. And then I kept hearing all above. these like crinkling noises and shit. And I thought maybe he had like diapers on because he didn't want to get up and go to the bathroom during the whole <laughs> long ride. And then at one of the bus stops, I think it was in Tempe, he got up and I saw he had like this bag. Like a grocery store bag that had a bunch of like red liquid in it and shit. Oof! Wow. And I was like, "That's cool as hell, dude." Wow. Yeah, that looks badass. Oof. Yeah. What red? What's what red liquid? Like? It was like a mysterious red liquid. It could be anything. It could be blood. Okay, thank it you, could... Erling. Wow. Yes. Oh. Wow. I'm thinking Hawaiian Punch. That's my. That's guess. what I was thinking. That's yeah. Thing yeah. About that's it. what I was the, picturing. It's the mystery that is so cool. Then the insane clown posse played, and it was awesome. And then I had to leave because at one point some of my family members came in a tent and they pinned me down while they took my heart medication. Oh, damn. And I need it because I got a congenital Jesus. heart disorder. But when you say family members, that's your uh, juggalo family members, yeah, right? Not your actual family members. Yeah. Basically, the only family I have. Well, I guess I'm your cousin, yeah, man. Well, <laughs> when, you, when you take, when you're a juggalo, you disavow. Your real family, and then your real family becomes juggalos. Mm. Did you have to take an oath to become a juggalo, or no? You just gotta listen to all the music, and then you and then you know how to be one. How do you know if you're a juggalo? Yeah. Sorry, man. How do you know if you're a juggalo? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of tests. One is when you go into your job at the Wing Street Pizza Hut, and then everybody thinks you've been crying all night because. Your face is all pale and shit, and all it really is is that you couldn't get all the makeup off your face from the Insane Clown Posse show the night before. Been there. Yep. Then he might be a juggalo. <laughs> What's another way? Uh, let me think. If your idea of taking a shower is spraying you and your friends with a brand of soda pop it's not commercially available in this sales region... And the only way you can get it is to have some sent to you, but you got to use your manager's credit card in order, to, in order to buy it, and then she keeps bugging you, then he might be a juggalo. Uh, did, you, did you see anything crazy at the gathering? Any fights? Any, any cool outfits? Anything like that? Uh, you know, it's just the same shit as you see every year. I guess mm. I don't know. Well, like, what? Well, I've never been. So, what? Are you, what are some of the things you see there? Drugs, clowns. I'm assuming juggalos are there. Yeah, they have juggalos, and then they have uh, all kinds of other things. You know, they have tents. And What's in the tents? Any corn? All right, let's yeah. wrap. Let's wrap okay. this up. Well, Erling, that's so cool. Thank you so much for telling us. Uh, can you give us, do uh, you want to give some Juggalos a shout out before uh, we stop talking about Anthony, that? Yeah, I want to say what's up to my boy Tangy P. You know that we down for life. 
And then that's it. Just Tangy P? Yeah. He knows why. Well, are you still friends with Gorfus? Okay, we got to move on. <gasps> what happened to Gorfus? We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never Gorfus. know. <laughs> I had a whole collection of authentic 1970s Star Wars. Okay, Erling, Erling, sorry. And he we gotta... broke into my Shut place and he stole yeah. all of them and replaced them with identical replicas. Oh, that's messed up, man. Yeah. Do you all do right. whippets still or? Hell yeah, dog. How much whippets do you do a day? Okay, Erling, I'm going to take your mic away. I can't, you can't keep. Well, we'll be back with Erling for the news with Greg. He's going to be here all day. Um, We've got a lovely, fun time ahead of us with our special guest, Shira Laser. Yeah, but anyways, what I was saying. Erling, you still do the fireworks? He stole my mic. Oh, well, here, talk on this no, one. No, no, no. Greg, give him the microphone. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and answer for him. Oh, okay. Yes. I, Greg, give him the... Wow, okay, okay, here Greg, we go. Greg, give him your mic. Okay. No, but seriously, okay. we should... Greg! Erling, you I'm really into it. this. How yeah. was? How are the fireworks? Have you ever done whippets while doing a firework? Yeah, but you got to make sure you don't confuse the two, because you blow your face off. Yeah, you, wow. you still right, sniffing right. gas, Erling, or...? Yeah, okay. you can, I'm, right, I'm taking his bike. I'm doing paint thinner now. Okay. It's Maddie, you don't want to hear about paint thinner? Because we got to move on. We got to. All right. We have a podcast to run here. All right, poopy heads. I hope you're ready for our guest, because I sure am. She's a digital trailblazer who speaks at conferences around the world. She's a regular contributor on Huffington Post and appears frequently on networks like Bloomberg TV, CNN, and Fox News. If that's not enough, folks, she's also the co-founder, CEO, and host of the Emmy-nominated live interactive daily show, What's Trending? Ladies and gentlemen, Shira Lazar. I told you who's here. We're so excited to have you. Uh, And I want to start off uh, off mic. We were all talking a little bit. You know, people do that from time to time, not on microphones. And we talked about sound bathing. Yeah, well, not like, yeah, bathing in sound. Like, people might not know what that means. It's like crystal sound baths. Yes, yes. Yeah, so there's crystals, these like bowls that people like put this thing around. I don't know. How do you like. Sound baths. Yeah, Yeah, but like, how how would you you Uh, describe it? Like, they. And and it's like when you go on a wine glass on a wine glass and you can make a no, a sound. It's like that, right. but like magnified and more spiritual. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Not love just it. like when I, you're drunk. Yeah, trying I've to been do it. To, I went to one in Palm Springs. I've yeah, been to one here in LA. It's supposed to and, like align you and your chakras, and you literally feel your body. Like you don't notice it until it stops, and you feel your like your the energy from your body collapse back. Wow! It's like you go from, um, it's like echoing and vibrating and moving. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty. I want to cool. learn how to do it. Yeah, yeah, let's like do. Let's take a to, class. You can go to school for it. It's a thing. Yeah, it's called like a sound practitioner. <gasps> yeah, it's a thing. That is so cool because I've yeah. been actually beyond just going. Uh, I went to one in Joshua Tree. The oh yeah, I know uh, the ex- Inspiratron or something. Something Inspiratron. Inspiratron. Is that what it's really called? Yeah, it's, it's called, called the. the ex- 
Can we it's Google? so hard to say. Yeah, yeah. Where did you study? Spiritual. Um, the el- Electrotron. Anyway, so it's a place that's supposed to be like a really energetically like, like one of the most shit. spiritually energetic. And they named places. it Spiritron. It's like Integratron. The Integratron. The Integratron. That's what it's called. Damn, you got it before I get to look it yeah. up. Yeah. Good. I'm worried uh, supposedly about it's where aliens <laughs> landed. I'm worried about. Or it's some sort of vortex to some sort of other planet. Universe. I, I, what you've do you got a lot going for yourself. <laughs> you've got a lot going for yourself. Don't get involved in this thing. Why? It helps. I don't know. Tron. Anything tr- uh, Tron. <laughs> do you really want to affiliate you with an uh, a Tron? Oh, that anything movie. Like Whoever that, was in that Jeff movie made Bridges a lot of money. So. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean, if you're acting in a movie called Tron, it's different when we, when you go weekly and then decide to be a teacher at something called uh, Etiquette Con. Tron. What was it called again? He, he is going to teach it, but then I've also been listening to it, oddly enough, on <laughs> to make it more uh, feel like mainstream it, I guess. I was like listening to the playlist on Spotify. Can I say something oh. to you? You can never mainstream this. <laughs> this is impossible well, to mainstream this. No, just it make is it not. more Come hipster. On. You told me you liked it before. I you do. You said you wanted to try it. I just, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I just, I'm just kind of nervous because it's called Tron and I don't know. Let's just... So, you're a Jewish lady who grew up in Canada. (laughs) Montreal. Montreal, Canada. That's awesome. Uh, Do they do things like this, a spiritual Like hippy-dippy stuff? Yeah, is it where you grew up? Um, Well, actually, oddly enough, my stepsister was very into stuff like that. She was a massage therapist and very into energy healing and ended up teaching at a school in Colorado. That was like, that's all about different types of, you know, spiritual education. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, but besides that, I come from like a neurotic Jewish family. So they're all about, you know, shopping and going out to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which right, I'm right. down to eat and shop. I am too. Guys, I do want to say yeah. something to you right now. I am, I love the energy that you, you walk into a room. And Aww. you do have a good energy. Do you do you think it's the, the <laughs> baths? Well, I mean, you have a great energy about you. I swear to God. I you tra- walked in and I was like, Aww. who is this gem of a human being? Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. because I brought you some coffee. Well, no, well <laughs> maybe it is maybe it's part of that because you're generous. <laughs> you're the Starbucks was like different. shining and there was a halo yeah. over the Starbucks. I think he's high on coffee. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I like appreciate her. that. No, I do meditate on and not meditate like actually physically meditating but the ideas I try to think about in my life and just in general in between us doing things every day and our actions is like light and love and like how do I be the best I can be in this lifetime and on this planet so mm-hmm. what does that mean to me it's like being true to my word um you know not um not creating excuses not um not creating assumptions. Let's just go with it. Do you have a <laughs> metaphor to live by? Do you have one mantra yeah. that you can tell? Because sometimes you're not able to share oh, a yeah, mantra. Sometimes you can't share. Oh, well, mantras, I do do trans, uh, Vedic meditation. That's not a mantra like a word. So that would be, and I wouldn't share it, but it's like, uh, it doesn't mean anything. It's yeah, like yeah. a phrase. I haven't heard of Vedic. You know, it's the same as transcendental. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that I, was it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> gave it away. Gave it away. Dang it. You got to get a new one now. Unbelievable. You heard it first. <laughs> Why don't we create like a remix out of that? Mm-hmm. There got to be just like someone who can remix my odd and make it into something like really amazing. I have a feeling there's somebody out there that can make that ah uh, into a sound bath. Dude, and we're going to be sound bathe in your own sound. Holy yeah, that uh, sounds, with that's meta. Make love to my. 
myself. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say, uh, one, well, treat others the way you want to be treated is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and like, uh, I keep saying, uh, now I'm noticing it and that's it's getting okay. really weird. That's all right. It's okay. No, that's just, you know, when you're... When uh, you... It's okay. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so, and... Um, think bigger picture. Like, what legacy do you want to leave? And what's your big... Oh, yeah. It goes back to manifestation. I was talking about this with someone. We tend to, like, talk about things we want to manifest, like, very specific. Like, I want to write a book. I want to be in a movie or a TV show. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Why not? Right. Millions of dollars, a huge mansion. Right. Whatever. Definitely. But how about manifesting something bigger, like, bigger picture? Like, what's your intention? Like, I want to... Um, create, you know, through my work, create peace or through my work, create impact and give back and like, and be someone that has the abundance and the wealth that I can be someone who makes a difference. Like think if the bigger you think it also allows for, and this is hippy dippy. So welcome to hippy dippy land. Uh, (laughs) It it also, (laughs) you're like, what the hell did we bring into this podcast? So what happens is it allows the universe to actually like bring in something you might not have realized was there that will get you there. So the more specific you are, sometimes you'll end up landing in that place, but that might not have been the biggest and best place you could have been you know, but it's just like me. Like I always in my head was like, I want to have a daily show. I want to have a talk show. And like, what does that really mean? Like where, how big is it? And okay. Then I had, I I've gotten variations of that. And then I get that and I'm like, is this really the ultimate? There's always going to be more. So I think the more you think about overall, the thread of who you want to rep, what you want to represent and what you want to give back to the world, Things coming in and out of that. Well, you started that with you? this, though. You, you didn't you? Did you? So start, I started what? Tra- what? Part, you went to school to learn how to be a broadcaster. I went to Emerson College, right? Where at the time, though, digital wasn't even around to age myself. You know, uh, it was right. like you go to a local news station and report about stuff, or mm-hmm. you know, you work your way up the different markets, yeah. news markets, or you end up auditioning for E or MTV and getting some sort of VJ job. <laughs> Right. right or right, emceeing right. or host, but those are few, so they're few and far between. And so I studied. Yeah, I studied like unscripted. I was really into producing and talk shows. And uh, I guess and when I was younger, I was very into acting. But then I rebelled against it because I hated the audition process. I right. mean, everyone should kind of. It's a horrible. Process. But there, you have to enjoy it the is, journey. Yeah. But right. if you have, I think if you are, uh, you have a strong. Uh, Self worth, and you know yourself, and you just realize, like, oh, I gotta have fun with this, right? right. That's but the that, key. Yeah. yeah. And at yeah. that time, I was young, and I didn't realize all those things. I wasn't right. as grounded and like loving myself. So anytime I got into a situation where someone was judging me, it was just sort of, it reminded me, I guess, about that I, I don't feel good about myself. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if someone just says that to you, and you feel, and you know that you're awesome. Once again, not in a narcissistic way. They can have their opinion, but that's not on you. Don't take right. it personally. Right. That's a big it's, thing. It's kind of hard to personally. figure those th- things out. Like you said, yes. when you're younger, you don't realize these things. So and even like, now, because yeah. so much when you're an artist or a creator, like your your art is your expression. That's who you are. It's your identity. Right. So if someone is going to attack that or say it's not good... Yeah, you do take it personally. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I know, yeah. but you like. But you can't. But you you have to learn not to because mm-hmm. that that will just drain you. And yeah. I just yeah, it's not a good way to be, and it doesn't help you create that light and love right. if you're just taking on everything personally that everyone's 
throwing at you because you have to realize other people themselves are feeling crappy about themselves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So and they're just sitting there angry about life, and they're like, eh, they're, they're not they're doing anything. Yeah, they're not doing anything, so they're focused on everybody else. And there's a difference between constructive criticism that allows for growth, right? And then someone that's just being, being horribly jerk. negative to you. Right, right, right. So you right. got to distinguish between the two. At any rate, so I guess broadcasting and being on air was kind of the balance between performing but being myself and That's getting awesome. acknowledged for like the things I was bringing to the table because, well, now is also a different time as an actor. You could create your own stuff more. There yeah. wasn't just, there, those options weren't there as much. So I felt like I was just going into auditions with these men, a lot of men. That's all I remember, like being in rooms with men. Is this in? <laughs> in Montreal. <laughs> oh, so this right. is in Canada. Oh. Yeah, in Canada, but it was in the heyday when yeah. Montreal was a huge place to shoot. Mm. Right, yeah. Because of tax credits and all that. And I was in uh, a show called Undressed on MTV. <laughs> I know Undressed. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember that show. You yeah. You were on Undressed. I was on, so I had played like a supporting character, and I was, re- I was 18. I believe I was legal at the time because I had to wear pasties and drop a towel. Oh, they did. I, oh, I yeah. They did it like that. It was kind of like a Undressed was... Uh, it's like a teen soap opera. I can't, I oh, wow. remember enjoying Undressed. It was like college, but the call anyway. Tim Rosant, do you know uh, he's in uh, Meet the Who? Dan meet Levy. The meet not. Meet what's the, the ship? No. Oh. Meet the ship. What'd you say? What's the Dan Levy the comedian? Yeah. That show they have that's on Hulu. Oh right, right. Uh, meet the fucker. <laughs> no, I no. can't. I can't remember. I can't. It's remember. a big show. It okay. is. Oh, anyway. uh, oh, it's uh, it's made in Canada. Or no, you're from Canada. It's. <laughs> it's Did you know that this is going to be a trivia game? It takes place in. Uh, uh, he he impregnates a woman, right? No. Oh, it's God. a family that was really rich that ends up in a small town. <laughs> I'm sure the audience listening just look it up. Look it listening. up. Oh, it's called Look It Up. <laughs> yeah, it's called Look It Up. I hear good things about that Look It no, Up we're show. No, we're going to get it. All right. It's called, uh, it's not, all right. Oh, it's called this. Toast it's of called, the Town. <laughs> no. Shit's Creek. Shit's oh, Creek. Oh, Shit's Creek. Oh, Tim, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best. So one of the, the hot guy on Shit's Creek, I think he's still on, I haven't watched the latest season. Anyway, he played one of the, he was like the hot college guy, right? And I played the girl that had a crush on him. So I'm in the locker room and I dropped my towel. And I remember I was like really nervous because I had, I'd been in a lot of theater stuff and audition, but like I hadn't been on as much on set. Yeah. And also I had to drop my towel when I'm 18. I'm like, right. once again, yeah, it's that's... not like now, I feel like a lot of young girls, maybe they put the front because of Instagram, like they all seem so confident. Like they could just be naked and be like, yeah, whatever. Like I right, just feel yeah. like I wasn't as maybe physically liberated at that point. <laughs> Even now, I'd be like, "Oh, I have to be naked." But you're as, being my filmed. Drag, yeah. What? You're being filmed. Yeah, it was all dropping a also towel. felt like an all male cast, like okay. for and right. um and so I had these um, pasties, and I also had never worn pasties in public. Like the whole thing was like a new experience for me. So he goes to me, he, I guess he sensed that I was anxious and he's like, it's just, and I'll remember this forever. It's just a walk in the park. It's just a walk. What does he know? Walk in, in the, the park. park. <laughs> what? Why don't like you? Who says actor. that about, he's not the one with the dropping Now I think it'd be, we're in the Me Too movement now. It's a bit of a different just story. Yeah. Just I case you, you should tweet that to him now. Just, Do you remember? I was the 18 year old wearing pasties. You said... <laughs> You said walk in the park. At any like, rate, no. I had fun. He was actually really nice, but uh, I did it. And it, was I, it a walk in the park? I 
I, I kind of got over myself. And then there is liberation and just kind of like getting over. Did he over also tell judging. you to get over yourself? Yeah. No, I told oh. that to it's myself. It's a walk in the park. Get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just show your tits. Uh, and and once again, looking back now, I'm like, damn, I probably look good. Those those boobs were perky. I had nothing to be ashamed about. Sure, but it's still it's still. <laughs> Uh, intimidating. If it anything. was intimidating, but I got through it, and then it was like another challenge you get through. Not like I think that as a woman that you know, but I think it's important to be comfortable in your body, and like I think oh, that definitely. we we as Americans and just in general, like there we have different ideas of um, being comfortable and liberated in your body, and like looking at Europe, everyone's goes topless. Right, we have just yeah. this like, different idea of it. And because of that, it becomes like if you are topless in front of someone, it's like, whoa, like ding ling ding ling ding Like what's right, that? Right, <laughs> that right. sound effect? Yeah, and then, and then the money signs go into <laughs> your eyes and change comes out of your mouth, the whole thing. Whereas I feel like because Europeans or whatever in South America, right, they grew up yeah. with, or like Brazil, they grew up with butts and boobs in their face. And so they're kind of like, yeah, she's hot, great for her, good for her. Yeah. It's not like a, whoa. like, And now I feel like even as a woman now, be, I even f- start feeling that way. I see a woman like a hot woman. I'm like, I'm becoming like a man. <laughs> oh, I see. So you're, I don't see that part. You don't see, I, right. When I you don't see want a you hot, to see. I, I, oh, cause I'm, oh because I'm checking him out. I I'm check checking one, the, then, those hot women out. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got you. So I kind of wish we could just have people around us. Like, How did I not say, how did I say I did not see that? What, you didn't see this coming? I, I don't get what you say. <laughs> I get it now. Well, we just went from crystal sound baths to nudity. So I guess we are kind of in the same <laughs> arena. <laughs> it is. It is in the same. Uh, after, is this what you expected, Matt? Yeah. Did you know about Undressed? I did not know about I that. I love that great. show. Anyway, but that was fun. And then I ended up, yeah, it's so much fun. And then, yeah, after that, it was kind of college, and then I got more into Unscripted. And then I've been into some things, like Rashida Jones had me in her movie. Oh, uh, really? But I played myself. But you what, have what acted movie? a lot in things. What Random, movie? but not, for me, it's not. A lot would be, oh, in what movie? Uh, the one where she plays a trend. She basically does my job for a living, like a trendsetter. She talks about trend. Oh, cool. It was with uh, Andy. Oh, my God. I'm, like, really bad at... Um, References today, maybe because I didn't eat lunch or breakfast. <laughs> oh my god, we need you eating more. I ate no, I ate a lot of fries because part of our live show today it's uh, National Drive Through Day or something. <laughs> Every oh, day there's wow. a day, so we tr- were trying some fast food fries, and then mm. I I ate a ton of those, and then I guess I didn't eat after that. And you're talking about what's trending, the show, right? Is uh, so I have a Circa Pop Live, which is a Facebook live show where we talk about current events and pop culture. Mm-hmm. We have special guests. That's how we met. Yeah. And when she says we, she means Maddie. Maddie, Maddie. yes. And, uh, Do people call you Matt there. or is it always Maddie? It's always Maddie, yeah. Okay, oops. Yeah. That's like my... F- no, that's okay. Because I wasn't sure if it's like, oh, yeah, Matt for short. Uh, no, it's Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be short for Matt? No, Maddie. Uh, Ma. <laughs> Mom. Call, call me Ma. Hey, Ma. <laughs> Ma, can I get some more? Wouldn't that be funny? If, <laughs> so yeah, he was on the show, and then we followed each other on Instagram. And then I feel like I've been in touch with your life because of Instagram. It's amazing how that can happen. And when she says right. your life, she's talking about Maddie. Not Ma. Or Matt. Ma. Ma. That's, oh, that's um, our nickname. So, so you guys met on this show and so you do it daily? So we have a Facebook daily? Live show. It's at actually noon daily on facebook.com slash circapoplive for now. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, there's seasons and, and 
right. new, new bosses that come in at big corporate companies that kick people out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at any rate, uh, but what's trending is basically my company, mm-hmm. where we talk about digital culture, social media trends, from we're redefining pop culture through what's trending. So... What that means, and this is where the music could come in, the really... Please. No, you you can't. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, Redefining (laughs) pop culture, it's like pop, politics, and purpose. P-P-P. It's a lot of P's. (laughs) Pop, politics, purpose. We haven't had a focus group yet, so by the way, it sounded good on a call, but maybe now that you're saying that. No, I like it. I like the (laughs) P-P-P. I like it like this. It's a wrap. Everyone thing. needs to pee, so. But if you ch- if you change those peas upside down, it's six six six. Satan, Illuminati. Shit, now that's really dark. Oh, we I really gotta think a, about these things. I'm, I'm happy. Right. Very good with Satan. You know, finding out <laughs> Satan in all things. <laughs> oh my lordy! So uh, we we basically we were one of the first live kind of internet culture shows for the internet by the internet. We started having like digital stars on before I think it was like more mainstream Yeah, as it is now. Like I was interviewing a lot of those talent before like they would be on Ellen or morning shows Mm -hmm. and then developed uh, What's Training as a live show. We got nominated for an Emmy. We won all these awards. Amazing. Just saying, you know. They are high-fiving. Yeah, that was like a finger five, (laughs) you know. Uh, we, but we should do a proper one. They are proper high-fiving. <laughs> we hope you heard you that slap. So, uh, and then it's just developed, like it was always a show, and then kind of I developed it more into a company. And, you know, it was at a time where there was, like, YouTube was investing in all these, like, new media companies. Right. And now kind of we've come to a point where it's kind of going back just to old days. It's like, okay, like, legacy big companies. I think we're going back to that. It's definitely a time of the independent creator, at the same time, I think a lot of the platforms are still now pr- favoritizing or prioritizing the big companies again. Okay. And there's a lot of like consolidation happening. Firing? Is that what that uh, means? Consolidation or? means like either smaller companies being brought into bigger companies. Oh, right. right or just right. like smaller companies. I, it's hard to, the media business and digital media specifically is just like hard. It's, it's not a sustainable model yet. Hmm. Like if you look at BuzzFeed, they raised a ton of money and had all these projections of like, they're going to make all this money. And like, they didn't hit any of their projections. And that's a company like Buzzfeed. So if you think about that, you're like, well, how does this work? If a company that knows their shit like them, you know, like the, the problem is the amount of money you're putting in to a lot of this content to produce it. You're not getting the money back. That's the only way it makes sense. So if you're spending X sponsors. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, I guess like, and from having been with a lot of these companies, it's you still like a sponsor isn't a sponsor forever. It's just right, like the model right. is different. Like yeah. advertising, if you look at advertising on TV or even now, like Netflix, it's all paid uh, subscribers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's sustainable because guess what? You got right. their credit card. They're continuing. And they keep on giving more and more content, but they're even in debt. Right, right, right. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> but whatever. But that aside, but you know what I mean? And so, but they're, they can continue growing and pushing because they're public and they have more money. They can keep spending money. Mm-hmm. It's the smaller mid-tier size that it's really hard. Yeah. 
It makes sense. And it's a lot of work. Too. And then a lot of the deals that are interesting, like YouTube TV are like, oh yeah, we'll put you on YouTube TV. We'll put you on all these platforms. A lot of times some of these companies have to upfront their own money to get those deals, right? Right, right. And so, but if you're talking about smaller companies, like you're not going to put the resources up to be on a big platform. So you either have to raise money or you, like you need to figure out the model. Do you have an agent that helps you with that stuff or do you Um, do it on your own? uh, That type of stuff I do like on my own with people on my team that are like more biz dev strategy people. I don't have a huge team though. We're so we have our site, what's trending.com. We produce like daily short form videos. We do a lot of deals with brands, but a lot of the brand deals can be like integrations into our content or shout outs and all that. Right. Right. But then also a lot of our deals could be just like us creating ideas and campaigns for the brands or like connecting them with talent that they should work with because of our background in my background of like knowing a lot of these digital talent from the beginning. And like, yeah. I know that I've know their managers from the times they were assistants, you know, right, right. it's the same thing as like the comedy world. When you're in that world, you kind of like everyone knows everyone. Right. Yeah. I look at the digital space in the same way or even the film, like any niche you have, like the community. It's a small world. Yeah. And so we'll, you know, we'll suggest different talent to brands as well. So we'll make money off doing deals like that with big brands, but ultimately I'm a creator and, and a story, I I love storytelling. So it's not like I just want to spend my whole, you know, life just building out, like being an agency for brands. So anyway, but like going back to my team, yeah, we, we have a social person, a video editor, we're like five people, but we're creating like three to five pieces of videos a day. Wow. That's a lot. A day. Yeah. Wow. And it's like hosted some with like, the caption videos that you see on social media. Unbelievable. What do you uh, love about it? What do you love about I think like being at the pulse of culture has always been fascinating to me. Like being able to um, be part of a conversation that's on everyone's minds and then either shift that to something positive or inform people. Uh, and, and the fact that like I have a platform to promote things that I think are important. Like, yes, we do talk about things that are stupid sometimes. Right. But we right. try to have like a funny angle. Like, Charities or oh yeah, but, oh no. I mean, suddenly we talk yeah, about yeah, funny yeah. things like yeah, once in a while, like a Kardashian story will come up. But right. we're not like acting like oh my god, it's a Kardashian. Like we're like kind right. of like saying it like we would say like all of us say hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we I have use like writers from UCB, so we bring in a bit of comedy into it and joke, the social conversation. Joke tellers and whatnot. We're such joke tellers. Mm-hmm. I try as much as possible to use um, a platform that people consume our content because they want to hear about what's trending, what's happening and be part of the conversation. And then when something really important is there, like I want to use it to inform people and to support people and um, bring a voice to the voiceless. I've got a question for you. Yes. is your head not constantly spinning? My eyes hurt. You, My eyes are dry right now, but that's after because that question, I have, she started tearing I up. have no glasses on, you know, no, you it, do so much. You do so much. <laughs> you do so. Uh, I mean, five videos a day. You have. But all- I have a team, so I, I've created structures and workflows. So it's, it's all a about structure. Like, Are you very? Structured? I'm not. I try to be, even though I seem like I'm everywhere. I try no, I to create processes. I appreciate that, but I like. I definitely have. It depends if I want to um, turn on or turn off the switch. Like I could have the right. turn on the switch of Shira. I'm here. I'm present. I'm gonna create a plan. Mm-hmm. And then I have yeah. the other side of me that sometimes just like, yeah, being in the moment and just going to random places with conversation that don't make sense. And, sure. You know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what are you looking forward to in the future for your company or what, 
what, or what for you? What drives you right now? People, energy experiences like this. Okay, we have two minutes. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm kidding. No, 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 we're fine. It's fine. Joking. It's fine. We're fine. Um, possibilities of life. Like, I'm excited to travel. I'm going to Peru, Machu Picchu. Whoa. For like the Labor Day weekend. What? I want to travel more. I want to see the world. I want to, like, uh, bring what I'm good at and, like, what I love doing and, like, bring it to the world. Like, I was in Israel a month ago. And that was amazing. Like, I really love traveling. So I'm trying to find the balance between, like, being here and doing what we get to do here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly. There's some projects launching in September, October, possibly. Awesome. But I can't say that yet. Uh, yet. But okay. it, it'd be really awesome. That's awesome. Daily you heard op- it first, folks. She's launching. Some- I'm no. just saying. <laughs> something's as big as possible. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, so just, like, doing, doing what I love doing, but creating more impact and, like, influencing people for the better... Uh, and having fun. That's beautiful. Yeah, and I uh, I'm tr- yes, I have this thing called Adventures and Curiosity that I do on my pers- like my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Shira Lazar, where every week I do some sort of like outside the box thing or something that's on a bucket list. And it's all about inspiring you to live your life outside the box. So I'm looking forward to continuing that. That's awesome. I love all this stuff. <laughs> it's wild. It seems crazy. It forces me to like, yeah. how many times do we get tired? And yes, I Netflix and chill. But it's, you know, if you, this is, this project has actually forced me to do the things I always said I would do, like in the city even, or even beyond. So I have a reason to travel or even, have you heard, did you hear about that ghost town that these millionaires bought? No. No. Oh my God. A yeah. Millionaire ghost. It sounds like a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> so like stuff like that you see on your feed and you're like, whoa, cool. And you share it. But you know, these types of projects allowed me to say, I'm going to get in touch with that person. I'm going to do a story on this. Did you contact the million? Yeah, and I ghosts? actually know one of I know them. Whoa. I know, well, one of them, Ryan Holiday, wrote uh, a bunch of books. And About so, what? Ghosts? No. <laughs> you know, uh, he's actually a New York Times bestselling author. So he, anyway, I, he, it was in my feed, and I was like, I want to check this out. I'll let you know. I'll be covering that for a story. But those are one of those things we talk about. Wouldn't it be go, cool to go check it out? That's awesome. You are clearly a, a doer. You 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 don't talk. You're not a talker. Because life isn't promised. Tomorrow's yeah. not promised. Life is promised, meaning today, but it isn't. You know. So what are you going to do with the time you have here on this earth? Yes. Yeah, are you going to? And so that's kind of what that's what fuels me, and that's what it also. There's a balance of that because you don't want to go crazy. You don't want to overwhelm yourself and burn yourself out, but you want to take advantage of all these opportunities we have in this lifetime. All these. Yeah. Yeah. I do believe whatever we put our minds to or whatever we really want to make happen in this life is possible. It just might not happen the way we thought it would happen. Yes. I love that. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to people that are just starting out doing broadcasting that want to do what you do? Uh, what, what advice? Uh, you know? Some young girl in Canada right or now. Or a boy. Or no, a you know, I'm, non-gender binary. Gender fluid. Gender fluid. Yes. yes. <laughs> so what kind of fluid? Uh, <laughs> so what I would say is, I would say, well, my headphones just went off, but yeah, it doesn't mean it's, it's still here. Right. I would say one, like figure out like, what's that one thing that you love or you're super passionate about that you like, you spend way too much time doing or talking about that all your friends are like, yes, I get it. You like are so into that. And that's simply the thing in broadcasting you should be ta- doing more of or like sharing that passion with other people. And, and then I would say just like do it, figure out your medium. Yeah. Are you more into, are you po- passionate about podcasting? Are you someone that wants to experiment more with video and YouTube and I would say like Facebook video and 
obviously shared those types of stories on Twitter. Uh, but I w- and, and Instagram, obviously, how many platforms are there? Uh, but what I would say is just go do it and figure out a strategy, but realize that that's going to change as you go and you're going to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Uh, and then beyond that collaborations, because obviously you can start creating and no one sees it or hears it or whatever. But I think the more uh, you put up samples of your work and people see how, how good it is and how authentic you are, the other big people that are in that industry can see that they can see talent from a mile away. Yeah, and so the, the, and you want to, as someone that's been around, like you want to keep, it, unless you're super like a win lose type of person, just like evil, which there are a lot of people that are evil. Uh, typically, uh, for me, I want to work with those people. Like I love new talent, so I want to like have them. Hey. You see, you're like in the trenches of like a young the the younger generation and the younger industry right now. I want to work with you, and so like yeah. I, I actually end up collaborating with a lot of people starting out. When I see though that they're doing what they want, like what they're they selling me do, on, yeah. they're already doing. Maybe they're not getting a ton of views on it, but at least I'm like, oh, I see there's something there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And That's so awesome. and also provide value to people because so many times people are like, what can you do for me? And I'm like, you're just starting out, dude. Like. J- y- you know, how can you provide value to the people you look up to and the people you yeah. know could help you and then build trust and loyalty? And then guess what? You can do a lot with that. Yeah. That's you can. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Again, thank you. Uh, uh, we're with Shara Lazar uh, from Undressed MTV. Oh, my lordy. Thank you so much for thank coming. You so much. I appreciate it. You guys are so sweet. And now a word from our fake sponsor that Greg Buckman believes to be real. Wow. Hello, it's newsman Greg Buckman here asking you to check out Whoopsie Daisies. Whoopsie Daisies has everything from burgers to fruit bat soup. Yummy. Wow, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Wow, whoopsie daisies. Think of them as your own personal walk-in kitchen. Whoopsie daisies. Eat more, think less. Wow. Again, that's a fake sponsor that Greg Buckman believes to be real. One of the grease all right. pit all the time. All right, all the news, here's the news with Greg. Well, after the current summer tour, the devil-worshipping, aggressive, music-making, death metal supergroup Slayer will be retiring. Wow. Since their inception in 1981, Slayer has built a career out of playing harder and faster than any other gut-rotters in the game. Wow. The SoCal four-piece released a string of sentimental trash classics in the 80s and early 90s. Wow. Including their Janeer-defying 1986 magnum... Opus, Regime in Blood, in other words, wow, Slayer doesn't really do sentimentally, and if you expected a warm, fuzzy walk down memory lane from their farewell tour, wow, shame on you, wow, the band blistering 90-minute performance will only show their love for shredding, flaming pillars, and rotten Christ figures, wow, rotten Christ figures, wow. Trying to do well, the news here. Uh, well, that's a Slayer news. Wow. Well, what happened? Well, what did you think you of that, Greg? Go back on it. No, we don't. We're running out of time. What did you think of that? Well, I, I think uh, myself, their farewell tour. I was never a fan of death metal, but wow, well, you know, my um, God, like a receipt. In my well, pocket, Slayer. You well, can hear so we won't. The crinkling let's, of the receipt. Let's in my keep pocket, alive and, and going. I get worried that other well, people think I, that I'm wearing diapers. News, 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 news with Greg. News, 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 news with Greg. I'm and the only one sometimes I- when I wash my hands after I go to the bathroom, 
Wow. Got a little bit of splashes on my lap, Lynn and then I'm worried that people wow. are going to keep going. Wow, here's the news again. Wow, important. Wow, Lindsay Lohan is back in the news. Wow, Lindsay Lohan threatens to fire a waitress at her beach club for not wearing matching shoes. Wow, Lindsay Lohan takes dress code for employees at the Lohan Beach House so seriously. Wow, you may get fired if you don't wear proper footwear. Wow, Lindsay Lohan says, wow. I think I might need to I get the Lindsay Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I think oh, we sorry. Yeah, we were listening. What, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, uh, she's hot as May hell, fire man. you if you, oh you don't wear God. proper footwear. She says. Wow. What, what do you think shoes. of that, Greg? Well, what I think is Lindsay Lohan threatening to fire employees like of her, her, her beach club over mismatched shoes. Wow. I remember when Lindsay Lohan wasn't sober enough to match her own shoes. Well, she ought to be more understanding. Wow. About matching shoes. Wow. Well, Lindsay Lohan. That's wow. what I'm saying. She was a good driver in Herbie, but kept crashing like, her you car talk it when people, during in real life. Wow. I'm not talking to you no more, dog. You yeah. already offended my, my feelings, y'all. You offended his well, feelings. <laughs> Greg, keep going with the well, news. Well, I just okay. So okay, let me well, do another one. Anthony, uh, Lindsay Lohan matching shoes during movies. Yeah, okay. You talk um, during movies. Y'all don't have any rock star energy drinks here. Well, we could, I could get some just later. The Greg, what's the next story? We've oh got to get this. Okay, wow, wow, wow. This is a really important issue I'm right now. Like a low uh, and we should listen. Well, middle school teacher moonlights as a Nazi theme wrestler. Well, a middle school teacher moonlights as a Nazi theme wrestler. Wow. It's important. Well, Kevin Bean teaches fifth and sixth grade in Pennsylvania Springford area school district. He knows in small community outside, well, Philadelphia is a good guy. Well, with close ties to his local church, well, but Bean has an alter ego in the world of amateur wrestling. He's a blister Grig. I don't know how to say that word. What do you think about that? Well, well, it's a Nazi thing. reading this story. No, but I'm fed up. This is ridiculous. No, let him keep reading. People can hear well, it's a Nazi thing, and um, what do I got to say about because this? I'm old enough to make my own Nazi, Nazi, Nazi saluting. Nazi saluting. Nazi. It's called Nazi. Oh, Nazi saluting at a fifth and sixth grade teacher who is a wrestler in Nazi gear. Nazi gear. Nazis. Wow. Nazis were never, wow, the smartest people around, so I don't know why they would want him as a teacher. Wow. Would you want him as a teacher? Wow. Who yeah, the teachers I ever had oh. bullshit. Because they put Notsley, me yes. in this class He's a wrestler a special at night. class, which was kind of cool because there's some kids who got to wear helmets Have you ever met a Nazi, time, Greg? Like they was professional razor well, scooter I, I, riders. Well, I don't think so, but so well, why sweet. is... But then, well, well the here's a question for you. you know, well, why is all right, Maddie? I get why is the chocolate cake got white frosting on the top? All right, I'm just gonna ask. Why is German chocolate cake got white frosting on the top? Really good episode. For sure, later. Black. He was a really great guest. Thank you, Frosting on the top. Thank you, Maddie. What a lovely guest. Well, but why does it matter? Well, tune in for next week. We're never gonna get tired. Wow, that's the news. I'm Greg Buckman. Wow. 